Man, you can say that again. Uh, welcome to the Champagne Sharks. This is Kenny. I'm here with Mario. T is breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. Uh, T is probably hiding in the closet from the coronavirus. Yeah. And we're recording from the closet. Hiding from the coronavirus. No. So we, we was just off air talking. Well, first of all, let's let's do the some house cleaning. Everybody follow Champagne Sharks. You can find us on Twitter, uh, iTunes. You can find us everywhere. Support the Patreon. Go to the Patreon page. What is it? Five dollars. Yep. You get all the old episodes, all the even the episodes with with Mike. Rest in peace. You get all the crazy stuff. Um, yeah, support the Patreon. Oh, and check us out on YouTube. We have a YouTube page where we talk a whole heap of shit on YouTube. So check that out also. Um, but yeah, let's just jump right into it. So me and Mario off the air just a second ago talking about Rudy Gobert's goofy ass and got the whole NBA shut down. Because this motherfucker <laughs> got the goddamn coronavirus. Man. And was this making is, jokes about it. Yeah, making jokes about it, coughing, touching microphones, everything else. And uh, yeah, they said on his way out of the door, he touched every microphone that was in the interview room. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, this is a this is coronavirus, man. I was just telling Kitty earlier, you know, I was just telling him earlier, man, like, there's been a, a bunch of these these outbreaks where, you know, there's always this hysteria that goes on. Kitty just yeah. reminded me of H1N1. I totally forgot about that. Um, I remember mad cow disease, avian mm-hmm. bird flu, all these yeah, different... SARS. Uh, yeah, yeah, all that type of stuff, flu, man. Yeah. And, and, I don't, uh, I, you know, it, it's interesting. Um, and I, Rudy Gobert is officially the first black man that... Yeah, that man. <laughs> we was on a fucking is he, street, Isn't he man. French, so I don't know if we going to count yeah, him. Yeah, I don't know. We can't like, claim him. We can't. And plus, he playing Utah, so I'm going to just go ahead and ease him over to the side because he yeah. in Utah, he's French or something. Like, you got to be from, you know, some type of uh, cultured area for me to include mm-hmm. you. I'm sorry. So he ain't from New York City. He ain't from L.A., he ain't from Miami, New Orleans. I don't know where Rudy Gobert is from. I don't know what he is. He's tan, but I don't know what he is. Now, I don't want I don't want to make fun of him like that, but you know, the funny thing about it is like uh this whole coronavirus thing, like I know it's a dan- I know this is dangerous. But some of the things that have been just killing me, and we've been kind of talking about this, is that the stuff that they're telling people to do is the shit you should always do. Wash why, your hands. Why aren't you washing your hands? Uh that I don't I don't understand. Um how that could be something that you have to teach. Literally, they're teaching people what you teach children. Yes. And before they even start K through 12, when they're in preschool, you wash your hands. Right. Don't put your fingers in your mouth. Don't touch your eyes. You know what I mean? It's, It's very basic instructions, but I think one of the things is people, we don't even realize how often we touch our faces and, and, mm-hmm. and touch our mouths and things like that. I don't think we consciously even realize how much we touch our faces, right. man. It's just, uh, right. you know, and it's funny because as I said that, I'm literally reaching up to scratch my nose right now. Right. <laughs> so, right. You know what I'm saying? I think it's kind of like a subconscious thing. You don't really keep track of it, but the washing your hands thing, that's kind of unforgivable. And I know you seen my post yesterday where I posted one of the hosts of The View, The Real, I'm sorry, Adrienne Bilone. I can't pronounce her last name. I don't know. But uh, she uh, was talking about how she doesn't wash her hands after she uses the bathroom. I guess that includes, you know, pissing and taking a crap. 
And she was just saying, wait, so do you guys, you guys wash your hands after you, even after you use the bathroom at your own house? And they were looking at her like, yeah, who who the hell doesn't wash their hands after they use the bathroom, period, no matter where you are. And she was legit, like, shocked that people wash their hands after they use the damn bathroom. And it's just like, this is why I don't eat over people, everybody's house, man. Right. Like, you just don't know who in there not washing their damn hands after they take a crap. And, you know, that's pretty disgusting that you have to teach people basic hygiene like that. But you just never know what's going on in people's households, man. You never know. And the thing about it is I'm the same way, man. Like, I, I grew up, my dad uh, used to be, like, he would go, he used to work for the school district. And he would bring home, like, all of that crazy-ass fucking cleaning supplies. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when I was a kid, man, like, my grandfather, used to, my grandparents used to do that. Like, you you weren't allowed to be a little nasty little motherfucker. Like, you wasn't allowed to not shower, mm-hmm. not wash your hands, or not wash your ass. Like, first of all, if you was a stankin'-ass kid at school, they gonna, you're gonna get laughed out of school, or you you're going clown. to get... Yeah. clown you know what i'm saying and your mama just ain't letting you do it you know what i'm saying right. so when it comes to like in comes to eating at other people's house or, or the, the job potluck like i've gotten to oh, i've yeah. gotten into conversations yeah. with people about the, the job potluck and i tell them in a minute and i bring my food from home yeah you're yeah. not you're not gonna bring anything just for the potluck i bring my food from home you know what i'm saying yeah. I, I i just yeah. don't play like that you know what i'm saying and as yeah. far as like touching my face and all that kind of stuff this is uh something that uh i don't know i'm not a germaphobe but this is something that i've always done like if i went right. to a record store and i'm digging through crates looking for records and stuff i just the feeling on my fingertips makes me feel gross mm-hmm. i'm not touching shit until i wash my hands mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because of all the dust and the dirt and even when you go to the grocery store and everybody picked up that gallon of milk and put it back yep you know what i'm saying or that yeah. box of cereal or the you eggs know, all that the eggs all of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff so you know just consciously like I, I go to the gym you of course at the gym you're gonna be sweating you know what i'm saying your pores is gonna be open you know what i'm saying you gotta i know motherfuckers get on the machine don't wipe it down i mean look bro i'm sorry man i'm not trying to be an asshole but i just can't screw around like that because one i don't like it ain't even about coronavirus i just don't like being sick yeah you know i just don't like it you know what i'm saying so you know i'm up in this motherfucker you know with bleach wipes and all the stuff that people's running to costco and they you know it's so bad costco had to put a sign up saying you can members can only get two of each item because people up in there just overreact you know what i'm saying it's like dude okay you got all the toilet paper okay now what right exactly people (laughs) buying every damn thing they buying toilet paper (laughs) paper towels all kinds of stuff i guess people thinking along the lines of if it becomes an epidemic you know we're gonna stay in the house for an indefinite period of time we might as well stock up i guess that's what thought process is and i was just like laughing about it because i thought the premise was ridiculous but you know the fact that it's uh this seems to be this communicable man like this this is yeah. vile, man. I never thought in a million years that I thought this was going to be like every other. Well, I mean, if you remember they- H1N1 was at this point, H1N1 was worse than this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. H1N1, man, it was bad. Man, I really don't remember that one, man. That's that's crazy. I guess because so many of them come and go. But it was, apparently it was a lot of people that died from H1N1. Did that did that reach what- Americans? Let me see. It started here. The swine flu and all that started. It started here. You know what I'm saying? Mm, so, mm, and then went outward. 250,000 people globally died. And I'll say this also. Holy shit. It, it said yeah. that uh, it affected nearly 61 million people in the United States and caused 12,469 deaths. 
worldwide, 575,000 people died. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so H1N1 was the swine flu. That was right. that was what it was. Okay. So what, what my question is, why is, uh, you know, the media is so different now than it was That's my, years thank, ago. You, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank That's where I was yeah. leading with this. Media uh-huh. is so different. In 2008, you couldn't be on Facebook if you didn't have an EDU account. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if Twitter existed. I'm sure it did, but I wasn't fucking with Twitter. You know what I'm saying? There yeah, was no Instagram. Came like a 2009 or so. Yeah, there was no yeah. Instagram. There right. was no Snapchat. None of that existed. So the way that we interact with each other now, you can almost get too much information. True you know that. what I'm saying? True that. I asked a friend of mine, I said, okay, because he kept sending me these videos about some guy that was on Joe Rogan and he's a, supposed to be an expert. I said, okay, this motherfucker's an expert. Why the fuck is he on Joe Rogan and not mm-hmm. working for the CDC in a lab somewhere putting together a vaccine? I don't need yeah. to hear the shit you talking. Right. You know what I'm saying? The only thing I need to hear is what the fuck I need to do to protect myself. Well, I already know that, so I don't need to hear any of the horror stories. I'm not a morbid person where I got to hear the horror stories about what's going on in Italy and they're going to have to let people die. And that shit does not do anything for me because I know death is real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you're one of those people that like to play around like that and just get into all of that, that movie doomsday scenario type shit, leave me out of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not a fan of that because I know that people really are losing family members. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be coronavirus or whether it's pneumonia or what, whatever that is. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can't you can't play around like that. Wow. They were saying that uh, I'm reading some information on the CDC website about H1N1. They were saying that, OK, so OK, so there were several H1N1 viruses yeah. that were going around. They were different variations of it. I guess the disease, uh, I guess it mutated or whatever. And then they had different variations of the disease. And they were saying that the majority of people who were over 60 years old already had antibodies against the virus. Mm-hmm. And so when the new um, iteration came around, those people weren't, get, they, they weren't the majority of the fatalities, whereas uh, people younger than 60, 80% of the people who died were under 60 years of age. So I guess mm-hmm. they hadn't been exposed to the older virus. That's interesting because with this one, they're saying that the people that are dying are the older people. As yeah, in, yeah uh, this one, this one they're saying is it's deadly for uh, elderly people. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, there's really nothing you could, they could do about like kids aren't getting it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and they don't understand why. You know what I'm saying? I look at it like this. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not the the pro-America wave the flag dude, but I have to put my trust in our medical professionals. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I have to put right. my trust in the government agencies. Because listening to conspiracy theorists and people that are saying what might happen, that ain't going to do shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to help us at all. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, we have to give these people their props and give them the space and the funds to do the things that they need to do to make sure that people are taken care of. So Donald Trump gets on TV today and he says, ain't no flights coming from Europe. If you coming from Europe, mm-hmm. you asked out. You better go to Brazil, you know? Yeah. Um, they're going to give $50 billion to small businesses and they're create, they, they've are create created a way for if people have to stay home from work, they're still going to get paid. Hey, I can't hate on that dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing I can say about that, you yeah. know, because the, tomorrow they might shut down the schools. You know yeah, so who knows? Not. You know what I'm saying? And I still want to get paid because I plan on making it through all this shit, you know? Yeah. I think they just officially declared that it's a pandemic. So that yeah, just, it's a pandemic. They they right. did that for H one N one. It was a pandemic. Uh-huh. You so know what basically I'm so, the for people that don't know, the difference between an epidemic and a pandemic is uh <clears throat> it's a it's an epidemic is a is more local. You yeah. know, it spreads um 
in a large spread area, but remains relatively local, whereas a pandemic, it's worldwide, is an epidemic of worldwide proportions. You know, it's jumps continents and, you know, things like that. So, man, this is real. This is crazy, man. Uh, I know out here near where I am, there was a school, Clifton Middle School. They, they had closed it down for a day because someone had tested positive for it. And so they did a deep cleaning of the entire facility. And uh, I don't know if they're back in session over there now, but in Pasadena, they... um they're spending the college classes over there at Pasadena mm-hmm. City College. My son goes there. He's a senior in high. He's a junior in high school, but he takes mm-hmm. college classes over there um, so that he can get. Anyway, that's for academic purposes. But um, they're talking about they're suspending classes. Well, in class, you're not going to show up in class. They're going to do a, a satellite program. Yeah. So you can take the classes from your you know, on your computer. Or and, whatever. And, and what people need to understand is that. If they do this, that's a good thing. These are preventative measures, but that doesn't mean that this is going to be forever, dude. Like sure. people have, the, I'm in, in a, I'm texting this girl I know right now. She's texting me about she's just overreacting, talking about now. I think I'm going to go get a gun. Motherfucker, you should have been had a gun. What are you talking about? Yeah, true that. You gonna go get a gun because of coronavirus? Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm I've been telling your dumbass to get a gun for the last six months, and you've been playing around. You know what I'm saying? And I told her, I told her just a minute ago. I said I'm I'm good as far as food and supplies. I'm a gun owner. So what other options right. do you have in this situation? If they shut the schools down and say everybody got to stay home, then that's what you got to do. You make sure you're prepared with the things that's going to provide for you and your family and possibly a neighbor or two. That's mm-hmm. all you can do. You're not going anywhere. You're not getting in a spaceship and flying to another fucking planet. Right. So but this is what do- this is what happens with Americans because they're so used to having their way. You know what I'm saying? I think as long as you take basic precautions, like you said, you you should already have a firearm. These are things you should already be prepared for. And, you know, get your water. All right. You never know. They say plan out for a week in case of whatever happens. So make sure you stack up on your water. Get some some, uh, non-perishable food items, you know, uh, or ones that have very long shelf lives. Make sure you stock up on those kind of things. Your canned goods, rice, that kind of stuff. And, you know, just take basic precautions, man. But, you know, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Right. Don't freak out just yet. Um, let me do, let me make sure I read this correctly though, because I don't want nobody hitting us up talking like, you don't know what you're talking about. Right, right, right. I'm just going to read the difference between the epidemic and a pandemic again. It says an epidemic occurs when a disease affects a greater number of people than is usual for the locality or one that spreads to areas not usually associated with the disease. A pandemic is an epidemic of worldwide proportions. So it's just on a greater scale. That's all a pandemic really is. It's just an e- epidemic on a grander scale. That's it. But um, yeah, man, I, I just um, you know, it's just crazy to me because we were talking about the differences in the in the way that the media was back then. I don't know why this seems like it's closer to me. Like it seems mm-hmm. like this this um, I don't know. The other things just seemed more distant, even though they were happening in the United States. Um, because H1N1, man, I swear, it seems like a distant memory to me. Swine flu, it just seems like it was something that was over there, even though it was yeah. happening in certain parts yeah. of the U.S. Yeah. This one really seems like I could walk outside and touch my neighbor and I got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out why. Because the that's the part of different. And I'm not trying to say it's a liar, you know, but propaganda <laughs> is a motherfucker, man. Propaganda yeah. is a beast. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Trump started doing all that talking. I was like, man, this motherfucker's presidential. Now, yeah. for all I know, somebody else wrote that shit and he's reading off a teleprompter. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but this is his right. not, this, this is his 9-11. 
Yeah, he, and he had the right amount of somberness in his Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm like, okay, this nigga might get my phone. Let, let me get my disinfectant wipes and start you know? wiping down. <laughs> Niggas whistling the Pledge of Allegiance and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wiping down the walls. I mean, but propaganda is a motherfucker, man. So, like, I always look at it like this because I have to remember. At the end of the day, I have to remember where I live. And I have to mm-hmm. remember the people I'm surrounded around. So how much of this is the truth? And how much of this is bullshit? Because we they have to give you so much information, but they have to also keep you on heightened alert. That's a yeah. war tactic. You okay. know what I'm saying? Keeping mm-hmm. you heightened alert towards your anxious. Next thing you know, look, this is all going to be over one day. God, God willing. This right. is all going to be over one day. And you know how many people are going to be going to the doctor on meds now? They're going to need mm-hmm. anxiety meds. They're going to need something. Because of the coronavirus. This is, this is, so the part of this, I mean, look at who's making the money. The pharmaceutical industry is about to ball out on this shit. Oh, for sure. For the simple fact that they told us, oh yeah, we might not have a vaccine for about a year or 18 months. Oh, that sends people into a fucking panic. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you, it's working. I, um. Seems like every ten years we get this damn mm-hmm. these different diseases, man, and it's always you know everybody's freaking out. And I think one of the things that ends up happening is when these when these outbreaks happen, I think a lot of times the coverage of it is so um, I don't want to say sensational, but uh, I can't even for lack of a better term, I guess I guess I'll say sensationalistic, man. Mm-hmm. They just it seems like. They're going overboard with oh, it, yeah. with the rep with the reporting of it, man. And then and they you know, are. it doesn't affect you. And so I think what ends up happening, man, is like when it comes time for when it's really something that is is real serious, people are not going to take it They're seriously. They're not going to take it serious. I mean, and this thing is very maybe serious. that's what we're seeing now. Yeah, you know, people are just like, ah, oh, whatever. It ain't going to be that big a deal. Well, I think that's definitely what happened when the when it first started happening is that people figured that, oh, that's just something over there talking about China. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. but th- look, you know, like I know, and I said this to somebody and they kind of got offended. But uh, how many times have we heard about epidemics over in Africa and nobody yeah. bats a motherfucking Nobody eye. bats an eye. It's almost like as if you expect it to be exactly. in Africa. Exactly. Oh, that's like Africa is one big ass Petri dish. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, the whole, the dark continent of the Africa. Dark, yeah. Oh, yeah. That disease in Africa. Yeah, there, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. That's something only they get. Well, that's that African right. disease. You know what I'm saying? Right. So whether it be uh, AIDS from the 80s up until now, you know how AIDS just ravaged the continent? Or whether it's something else, you know what I'm saying? But people didn't think that it was a big deal because it wasn't happening to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? And people, for, I, look, I work for the school district, man. You don't even want to know the type of emails I get from stupid ass parents. And I told somebody this. I said, the virus is not what's going to shut everything down. The people are what's going to shut everything down. Oh, yeah. Because the people are going to freak out. You know what I'm saying? They're freaking out mm-hmm. right now. So it's not the virus. Look, we have, I believe they said, how many people have died around the country so far? Uh, 35, I think it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, 35? Yeah, I think it's only been 35 deaths so far in America. So that, and let this is. Let been, me double check because I don't want nobody. My grandfather <laughs> died. That made 36. You don't want nobody right, tripping. Right, right. Uh, let me see. I wonder how Corona beer is selling right now. <laughs> oh, badly. It's doing really bad. <laughs> it's doing bad. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like oh my god! A, a product with something that's killing people. Ain't nobody gonna buy that shit. Let me see. Uh, let's see. Let me type U.S. I wouldn't be shocked if it's more. Uh, 
I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if it was up. okay as of three days ago it was 11 people according to cbsnews.com so you got 11 people that has died they've shut down the borders they've quarantined uh-huh. everybody that has it and people that are getting tested so one thing I, this is one thing I will say about American people is that when the shit hits the fan if you are sick people will get checked out like if it's at this point right now people are gonna really get checked out because Mm-hmm. It's they're scared. You know what I'm saying? Three of them have been in California alone. Yeah, I think eleven of them was up, up in Washington, but they were all in one nursing home. That's what they're not telling people. They just said Jamaica just announced its first case. So what what I'm reading here is that um the US officials are racing to implement new measures to stop the spread of coronavirus, which has killed at least thirty-two people in the country and mm-hmm. sick. So that's what I'm okay. There seems to be different uh Mm-hmm. There seems to be different numbers that I'm looking at here because one said 11, and now I'm looking at it. It says 32 people in the country. So, now, and not, not only that, why hell? are we not getting an update on identities? Like, who are these people? That's another great question. That's there a is, great you question. can't find anywhere, and I'm not saying that these people didn't. This is not a, uh, you know, uh, it said. Uh, according to CBS News, it says the U.S. death toll from the coronavirus rose to 38 on Wednesday as California and Washington reported additional deaths. Okay. okay now, this, so this, you said Wednesday. You said 38. Yeah, this is 37 minutes ago. It said 38 people. Which one is this? Uh, CBS News. Wait, why the hell is it? I'm, I'm looking at CBS. What the hell's going on? It said at least, at least <laughs> I mean, see, you see what I'm saying? So the what thing the about it is. Hell's going you, you said it's CBS News? Yeah, CBS News. CBSnews.com. Live updates. Um, we're not getting all of the information, which I don't expect to get all the information, but at the end of the day, why are, you know, we're not getting identities of these people or anything. I mean, it's only 38 people. Are these elderly people? Are these young people? So I'm not saying I'm not jumping to the conspiracy thing, but this is how conspiracies get started. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they're lying. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well. I don't know anybody. I mean, you know, we've been making jokes about it. You know what I'm saying? Online, I ain't no black people got it. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't right. mean that we ain't going to get it or we can't get it or anything like that. I have a friend of mine. Um, she was sick. She thought she had it and she was fine. You know what I'm saying? She she yeah. got over her cold and went to work. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's a paranoia. A lot of it is paranoia. So I think sometimes someone might say they have it and that someone passed away, but and we're not getting adequate testing. So do they have it or is this an older person that had pneumonia? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. we're not getting all the information and I'm not claiming to be a scientist or nothing that I'm just a, a nigga from around the way, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a nigga from around the way. I'm not no scientist and I'm not a doctor, but I also understand propaganda. I'm not dumb. And I understand when there's some, um, for lack of better terms, bullshit out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, somebody's telling me that, you know, Kate Brown, who's the governor here, here in Oregon, um, talking about shutting stuff down. Well, if they do, then they do. I'm going to sit here and play Red Dead Redemption. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's nothing you could do. What what, what can you do? I'm wondering now, because at my job, you know, I touch those damn uh, Redbox kiosks every single day. You know, I don't know how many people touch those machines. And then I got to handle the parts. And sometimes I got to touch the discs and all that kind of stuff. So now I'm wondering, like, I think, let me see if I can check my company email. Because I know we got an email about this yesterday yeah. they haven't updated yet but um yeah this is crazy man it's uh, crazy man this is i'm shocked yeah i am too to I, this point i am too the, the nba season being suspended yeah that uh 
But I mean, I can't get mad at them because they're taking preventative measures. You Trey D. <laughs> Trey D. <laughs> I'm oh shit! This nigga done said. <laughs> Trady said, "I don't even be in public unless absolutely necessary. I go shopping for what I need early in the AM and get my ass away from people." For real, <laughs> that's, that's the truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't exactly. go to the grocery store and be talking. Hey, John, nah, man, I'm getting my shit and I'm gone. Yeah, coronavirus is a respiratory disease, so yeah, you know that is the best way. Well, so I guess I'm cool then in a in a sense because I'm not in a room with a gang of people with like a gang that of people, day. right? I'm, I'm right. outside in the open air. I'm right. not in a situation where hand I'm to hand, room, hand to hand, and all no. that kind of stuff. Um, if you're a person that go to meetings I, all the time, then good luck. Right. So that's what I'm wondering. Like, okay, if you and I wash my hands, I wear gloves all day. Yeah. So, you know, I'm kind of wondering, um, I guess the protocol is still the same. Wash your damn hand. The protocol is the same as it was in 1983. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing changed. So for people that's thinking that um, you have to do something that you've never done before, no, you have to do something that you should have been doing, like washing your ass Mm -hmm. and washing your hands. Covering your damn mouth when you cough. You know, yeah, that's, that's those are basic. When you when you when you leave in the bathroom, don't just run water on your hands. Nasty, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Nasty I've seen people do that. Hell yeah, yeah, water over their hands. Yeah, I've seen people do that. Yeah. Walk out of the toilet stall, run water over their hands, and dry them off, and get yeah. up out of there. I'm like, yeah. what the what what the hell's going on here? <laughs> I'm like, what what what, what in tarnation? Yeah, man, people, people are be nasty, doing man. nasty motherfuckers, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so all the nasty. I feel sorry for the people in the uh, the sex trade, man. You ain't going to make a dollar. Oh, no. Nah, <laughs> ain't ain't nothing that happening. Ain't nothing that happening. Somebody <laughs> said the coronavirus out here canceling everything but student loans. Nigga. <laughs> I just paid gonna... mine today. God yeah. Damn. That ain't man. happening, bro. They going to they gonna, you going to pay them. Man. That's just, not going to Yeah. I just gave them 300 today, man. Shit. Yeah. I heard so. something about Donald Trump was saying that uh, they were talking about suspending payroll taxes what? indefinitely. Until, you know, situation gets a hold of itself. Really? Yeah, that's something that they were kicking around. But I guess, um, you know, because he's a Republican or whatever, you know, the Democrats are going to have to play footsies with it. So they rejecting it off the dribble. You know how that goes, man. Yeah. Those parties, they're going to play the little game. I pass you the know. ball, you pass it back. Right. We're not going to let you look good. We're going right. to play footsies with people's lives. And then exactly. once... Uh, we get some stuff in there that we like. We're going to shoothorn a couple of things in there. And then well, you we know, shit. work out a deal. You see what I said earlier? I said, that motherfucker won the election with that shit that he did today. Oh, he won that mm-hmm. motherfucker. That's a wrap. Very well may have. I know. was at the gym last night, and they saw I saw Biden whooping on uh, Bernie's ass in the uh, in the primaries or wherever the fuck they got going Yeah, he, he, he killed him in those primaries. Whooping his yeah. ass. And he ain't going to beat Donald Trump. All them you know old, all them old, oh my the old, oh Lord, yeah. I got to get out and vote for Biden, Lord, don't, they gonna get us with Trump, Lord Jesus, you know, all them Negroes was in line voting for, yeah. for, uh, for yeah. Biden, man. You yeah, know, the old church uh, Negroes, the old Negro yeah, spiritual all them, Negroes. all of them. Mm-hmm. That whole generation, man, fifty and under is fifty and up is we got a problem with that generation. All they man. know is that he was running around with, with Obama, and that's good enough. Yeah, man, it's scary. They still running around talking. About, well, don't you want to get rid of Donald Trump? I'm like, yeah. If 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 you don't vote for Biden, that's a vote for Trump. He gonna mm-hmm. get us. I'm like, man, I don't give a damn. Man, look, <laughs> <laughs> you should have get me going, man. 
I already These showed you that message the other day man. with my partner, <laughs> oh my man. God. I told you, I told you about my partner the other day, man. What is up with that dude, man? One of my big homies, man. I'm like, bro, come on, man. Don't don't get. You I could have gave him the business, you know, but I'm like right, out right, of respect. Right. I'm a, right, I'm a, right. I'm gonna leave that be. But um, you would think he would know better. You would think so, but you know, it's just like people turn off their brains and they don't want to think when it comes to these issues, man. I was saying that. When you listen to certain people talk, man, they sound like a damn Republican at a certain at certain times, man. Right. Um, some of these establishment Democrats, when they were Absolutely. talking about Bernie yeah. Sanders and some of his yeah. policies, they were sounding like conservatives. You know, Absolutely. well, you know, that sounds like socialism. I'm like, right. well, damn, really? You know, okay, that's, right, right. That's really. But y'all, y'all the same motherfuckers that was crying during the 2008 crisis when they gave the bankers 700 billion dollars. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? And, what and, it is is that y'all just want to be on the, the right team or what you consider to be the right team. Because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you ain't even going to get... First of all, you might get a job with Bernie. You ain't getting mm-hmm. shit from Joe Biden. Yeah, Biden is, <laughs> Biden, is, Biden is Trump Jr., man. That's he ain't hired none Biden of these is, niggas. No Hell nah. <laughs> and, and the sad part about it is, I, you know what, man? I got to start giving you more props because you called this a long time ago, like a year ago. You said, oh, it's just going to be old people against young people. Yeah. That's exactly what it's going to come down yeah, to. Yeah, and yeah. unfortunately, as it stands right now, it seems like young people still have this issue getting to the polls, man. Yeah. And uh, and so with, 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 with Bernie, I think his issue is going to be convincing large numbers of black, of young black voters right. to jump on it, on that whole. Well, well first you know, of all, let me, let me, ahead, let me backtrack. Ahead. Let me backtrack a little bit. We did that show, Kamala Harris, Rap Genius, and I was mm-hmm. trying to—I was talking a little bit about what Bernie Sanders needed to do. Um, I felt like at the time, this was a couple of years ago, I think we did that show. I said I felt like at the time Bernie should have started grooming a um, a protege yeah. because I just thought that you know, with his age and everything like that, he was going to have trouble connecting with the the right amount of people that they were going to need to form a coalition to get over the centrists. You know what right. I'm saying? I, I right. just didn't think that. They were going to have the numbers, and I don't. I didn't think that people were going to really rally behind him like that because I know young black youth, man. Like it, it just wasn't going to happen. So I started thinking to myself, and I said to you guys at the time, I think he needs to start grooming a protege because I don't. I don't think it's going to happen for him. And so you know, uh, they did some slicks. You know, and, and another thing about the DNC, shame on them. Shame on them bastards, man. Um, they've been playing little games with um, with with the rules for a few weeks now. They changed some of the rules to allow Mike Bloomberg to get in when he wasn't right. supposed to. And I just read something earlier today that um, they changed the rules to where you have to have a certain amount of delegates in order to get in for the debate that's supposed to be coming up on March the 15th. Mm-hmm. And um, Tulsi Gabbard is not qualified for the debate unless she can get, I think it's something like 321 delegates or else now she can't be in the debate because she hasn't dropped out of the race yet. She's still going um, because she's got some issues that she's trying to speak on with regards to like, you know, these wars overseas and things like that. And so she's hanging on because I guess she doesn't feel like neither Bernie or Joe Biden are really speaking about some of the issues that she keeps bringing up. This is just what I can gather just from a quick browsing. But they actually they straight up changed the rules because they felt like she was the only one that was really going to press Joe Biden because yeah. they feel like Bernie is too nice. He's not going to really tear into him like you can. But they felt like, OK, she will. So let's change the rules to make sure she doesn't get in and right. get a chance to debate. And then also another little slick thing they did was they actually changed the format of the debate. 
Right. So it won't be a traditional debate with these two dudes behind the podium, but they changed it to some type of town hall bullcrap. Yeah, see? See? So, you know, it's going to be, yeah, we're going to have questions. And you know what they're going to do, kids. Tailored you know, questions. Gonna, exactly. Certain questions gonna ain't going to be asked. Yeah. Stack the audience with Democratic yep. shields, right? Yep. And then, yep. and then, uh, Give have give let Biden play T ball. That's what it's gonna be. That's T-ball. all it's gonna be, and he's yeah. gonna get the nomination, and, and he's, gonna, he's gonna lose. Yeah. <laughs> Trump gonna whoop his ass. He's gonna whoop his ass. Yeah, he look like yeah. Tyson Fury and Wilder. Yeah, an incumbent in a crisis, man. Yeah. So yeah, you, that's what I'm not, saying. See, yeah. this is this is Trump's 9/11. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way George W. Bush won because of 9/11. Right. You know what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. is this is Trump's 9/11, man. He ain't gonna fuck this up. They gonna write all the speeches the right way. He gonna sound concerned, bro. Man, come on, man. You gonna see him out there on the ground visiting with the mask on? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He gonna be in the hospitals. He gonna be in Koreatown with yeah, a surgical yeah. mask on, holding up an elderly person with a baby. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Man, he gonna win, dude. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, when it comes to trying to get young people to vote, what they what they keep fucking up is they keep trying to bring that old shit to young people. And, and that shit work. don't work. That don't no, it's, work. It's Look, a certain group of young people, man, you're not going to be able to scare nope. them. Oh, nope. you, Trump's going to get you. No. no. Young people not, you know. Young people are worried work. about one thing, student debt. Student debt. They're worried about student debt, debt. health care. That's what they're worried mm-hmm. about. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Because the young people know that they, they got fooled with that predatory lending. Mm-hmm. Shit, I'm one of them. You know yep. what I'm saying? Young people yep. know it. So yep. if you... If you're not going to approach the things that they're talking about and the things that they want, they ain't showing up. They just no. like, okay, well, fuck it. I got to get my hustle on, keep working, and do what I got to do until Cortez runs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. People are matter of fact, bro. They're gonna look yeah. at. They're gonna see. Okay, let me see. How was I under Obama? Right. Okay. Now, how was I under Trump? Well, things right. aren't really no, that different. So, huh. what the hell? You know. Yeah. What's the difference? Right. Mm-hmm. So people ain't gonna yeah. show up. It's just gonna be these old motherfuckers, and then when those old people die out. It's going to be them fake pro-black motherfuckers on that be on Twitter and shit. Mm-hmm. David Dennis mm-hmm. and all of them, they're going to be on there pandering. Like, ain't no, right. don't nobody want to hear it no more. No, you know what I'm saying? We're in a country where I was telling this to a student at work today. And, you know, this kid is 17 years old. I said, man, what's what you got to understand when you talk about Donald Trump? When I was a kid, Donald Trump was a clown. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knew Donald Trump was a clown. He was in Bobby Brown's video. He was right. dating this woman, married to the all the rappers big old titties. Talk about right. It. He's a clown. You know, nobody took that too serious. You know, he was, what was he with? Marla Maple. She got the big old titties. And, Uh you know, he was with this woman at the Playboy Mansion. He's one of the dudes. He was with Vince McMahon, you know, back in the day. SummerSlam. I remember SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. At Trump Tower. You know, I remember that. Yeah, Yeah, I remember that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got to understand. He's a rich dude that kind of schmoozed with celebrities. Yeah. He's not known for anything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, when you understand that, Okay, then shit will start making more sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But if you're sitting up here thinking that this dude is, you know, some type of presidential figure, no, he's not any of that. He's he's right. none of that. You know, he's right. a celebrity. I mean, I mean it's no different than Ronald Reagan running for president when he won. Not at all. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger, even Arnold Schwarzenegger, same thing. Schwarzenegger, Ronald so, Reagan, it's all the same thing. So I told her, I said, um, I know you guys hate Donald Trump and all that. I said, but you got to understand who you're talking about, man. Why would you expect anything different from this dude? This is the Donald Trump I've known my whole life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, it's not any different than the dude that was on Apprentice. You know, no, same old same guy. dude. It's the same yeah. dude. He's a fucking clown. You know, yeah. so you know, um, when it comes to the coronavirus and all that, this ain't his idea. This is coming from some high-ranking official that's like, "Hey, Donald, look, you need to get behind this shit, or you are finished, or we're gonna commandeer this shit and take over." That's what's gonna mm-hmm. happen. 
You know what I'm saying? We're that's not gonna we're whole, not gonna lose the country behind your ignorance. Yeah, that's what that whole um, what was that thing that they were calling the the secret cabal of conservatives that was yeah. working behind the scenes against Trump. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I forget what they were calling it, but uh, the the idea was that there was just this secret resistance of conservatives that were never Trumpers, and they were all behind the scenes working against him. You know. And uh, that was supposed to be like the warning for him not to get too far out of line. You don't get out of pocket there, boy. Right. But that was such a thinly, thinly veiled ruse, man, because as soon as the Democrats (laughs) did some stuff they didn't like, they, oh, damn, you forced us to have to support him now. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's almost like they went and broke the, they broke the glass and pulled out the fuck, put that red lever down, the Trump lever. Just pull it down. Fuck it. It's over. You know, but the the people on the other side of the aisle ain't no different. I mean, the same way they rigged Mm. it last year for Hillary to get the nomination, the same way Mm. they rigged it this year. For other motherfuckers to get booted out, they all they all do this dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like we're left holding yeah. the bag. I don't you know, know how many. T- I don't know how many losses it's gonna take for them to understand. Like this is not politics. Is you? This is not Barack Obama. No. You know what I'm saying? This is not. This is a whole different ball game. And you got this new generation of people who are coming out voting for the very first time. Yeah. They're not impressed by your platitudes. They're not impressed by what people did in the past. They're not impressed with you holding hands with Dr. Martin Luther King on Selma. No, that shit don't mean nothing. Like that, it doesn't mean anything. Not saying that they're disrespected, that they're going to disrespect all that stuff, but they're just like, that. They, I need to know how this affects me right here, right now. This well, is my you, you can't expect me to be an American, which means to be selfish, greedy, and looking out for oneself, and then when election time come, hold everybody's hand. Our ancestors died for the no, right No, they, they ain't going to work, homie. You know what I'm saying? Because as soon as your person get in to vote, we vote for this motherfucker. He get in, you're going to go back and be like, well, get your young ass out of here. You don't, you need to get you a job and all that mm-hmm. bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you think about it, think of it like this. Dr. Martin Luther King died in 1968. If he was alive, he'd be ooh, almost 100. You know what I'm saying? Dick Gregory even said, what the hell is y'all still marching for? We did that already. Right. You know what I'm saying? What, what did you, you wasting time. So, the simple fact that an elder like Dick Gregory was like getting, he was pissed. Mm-hmm. He was pissed off because people talking to, I yeah. think he was talking Hell to Hell y'all marching for. Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> exactly. He cussed your ass out. You know what I'm saying? Out of he, nowhere. <laughs> I think he cussed out Killer Mike. I think that's who it was. It was Killer Mike. And he was like, uh-huh. what the hell y'all marching for? You know what I'm saying? We did uh-huh. that already. He said, you need to go take what's yours. You know what I'm saying? So all this yeah. talking about uh, John Lewis and all, you know, much respect to them, but it's a new day. Man, yo, you see, that's what my homie tried to tell me the other day, man. He was like, man, people die for that right to vote. I'm like, man, oh, boy, man. I'm looking at your eyes. I bet you if Ooh. I was looking at you, your eyes would be bucking right bucking. now. Bucking and you got some sweat on your forehead. You? <laughs> <laughs> got a straw hat on, holding it in his hand. <laughs> People died for that right to vote. <laughs> you, 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 a vote for, if you don't vote, it's going to be a vote for Trump. He's going to get us. Oh, get you to do what? <laughs> exactly. What, uh, and the, 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 the question that oh my it God, always comes funny. back to is what, what happened under Trump that didn't already happen under Barack Obama? Right, I'm just, right. If somebody can give me a coherent answer to that, I'll I'll roll with it, but no one can give me a, a coherent answer as to why the hell I should be so 
frightened of a Trump presidency versus a Biden presidency or um, when Barack was in office. I just we're, we're, we're four years into Trump. What changed? I, just, I, I can't, I can't I don't think know, of bro. nothing. I'm still living in the same place I was living right. in before. Right. You know, uh, I moved same. into I moved into this apartment when Barack Obama became president. Yeah. And I'm still here. Okay. I'm still here. Ain't nothing uh, changed. That, nothing that cost changed. of housing them went up. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Shit, Get out of here with the fear fear mongering tactics, man. Fear mongering. That's exactly what it is. And and I, I think I, I it's just kinda um it just goes to show that they don't have anything else, man. If you really no. break it down, they don't have anything else, man. Outside of fear mongering, they don't have. They don't want to give black people specific policy, and then you have a large number of black folks that don't want to. They don't want really policy. They don't want, they, you don't no. have to give them specific policy. Right. right. They you don't know, want uh, specific policy. They just want you to vote. Yeah, and I don't know what it's going to take to change that. Honestly, man, I I, oh, I, I I have faith in the in the younger generation. We just gotta. I hate to say it, but we got to kind of wait for these old Negroes to kind of die off. Yeah. You know, and then hopefully uh, this new generation will come and, and, and start using their vote as they should, using their right. vote and withholding it until they start to get some of the tangible things that we need in our community. Because as it stands right now, um, we're right back to square one, you know. Uh, one thing I will say is I got some kids, and I'm just in Portland, but I got some kids, man, there in the Black Student Union. And they represent, you know what I'm saying? But the problem is... that's a is, beautiful thing, ain't yeah, it? Yeah, they, they represent yeah. like a motherfucker. But the problem uh, is, is that there, there ain't too many of them kids. Like, there's so many kids that won't even join the BSU. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially the True. athletes. You know what True. I'm saying? They're not joining the BSU. It's always the girls. So they get <laughs> mad at me. At, yeah. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Same thing down here, bro. Same yeah. thing down here. It's more girls. Yeah, it's always the girls. So the, the boys, they get mad at me because I show favor to the girls. And I'm like, well, the reason why I show favor is because... They on the front lines putting in work. Y'all yeah. motherfuckers chasing booty and talking about football season next year. Interracial dating and all that. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, especially sure. all of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm at a school. There's only 24 black kids. Every one of them should be in the BSU. Every, Every one of them. One. Yeah, yeah. You I know agree, what I'm saying? I, I agree. I agree. I, put, I have these kids on field trips for for entrepreneurial things that they want to do. They don't show up. I'm like, what? Well, what is it that you're trying to do? You know what I'm saying? You don't show up to BSU. You don't want to be a part of that. Is the BSU is 98% girls as one boy. Yeah. I mean, that's wow, man. That's crazy that you're experiencing the exact same thing yeah. when I was working with the kids down here with the African American Student Council. Same thing. Uh, it was yeah. 90-something percent girls. Hell, we even had Mexicans in it. Like they Absolutely. wanted to join. Yeah, we got Mexicans in there. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. wanted to join. We got and white kids. More Mexicans. so than some black kids. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, the thing is, this ain't no conspiracy. Ain't nobody pulling the boys to the side saying, no, don't do that. They just ain't mm-hmm. doing it. They did. I'll tell you what happened. We always had it to every year we would open up um, uh, membership. And it would start off with a, a good amount of boys. But mm-hmm. as we got into the activities, because we give Putting them responsibilities, the, right. the boys would always fade out, man. Yep. And, Slacking and by off. the time it was all done, they didn't have the self-efficacy to push through it. Right. And the girls always did, man. And uh, that's a problem in our community, bro. Absolutely. I, it, boys, it's a trickle down. You see it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of lack of men in the homes that are showing them how to how to keep pressing through things. I don't know what the deal I'll is. I'll say that's but, part of it. I'll say that's part of it yeah. for the simple fact that, you know, somebody in your community, when you're 16, 17, somebody, you got to be around someone in your community that worked by the sweat of their brow. 
know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you see these people putting in work. Like when I was a kid, you know, I was raised by my grandparents. I used to see my grandfather. I can remember when I was like five or six, I could see my grandfather walking home from work every day. He mm-hmm. would get up at 3.30 in the morning and he worked at the shipyard as a steam fitter and a pipe fitter. And by mm-hmm. two o'clock, he'd be coming down. And my grandfather had a car, but he would walk. He'd be walking home, wow. coming down the alley every single day. He'd wow. catch the bus in the morning. He'd get off that bus. And I see him walking down the alley. And he'd come and sit on the, on the porch, talk with me about whatever the hell, and then going about his business. He did that for 30-something wow. years every day. He retired in like wow. 89. You that's know what I'm saying? So up, that's yeah. where that work ethic, for me, the work ethic comes from people like my grandfather, my grandmother, my uncles. They still work at the shipyard. They've been there for 40 years. You know what I'm saying? So for these young dudes, a lot of them don't have male figures at home. Or as young, one young man that I know at the school, his mama run the house. And as, I'm not mm-hmm. saying, you know, it's right or wrong, but you know what I'm saying? When it comes to having that, right. that male energy and that strength, he's looking to his mom to get it instead of his dad. Uh-huh. And that's kind of... I don't know. That's kind of weird. So it's it's one of those things where it's like these young dudes, they get into a you, you get them in the group and you start assigning. So say we're going to bring in um, a politician that's going to talk about black responsibilities, black, black rights, things like that. And then we're going to bring in a rapper. You know what I'm saying? They just mm-hmm. did that. You know, the boys, they only task will probably be just to do the, the outreach part of it. Yeah. And they won't even go that far. You know what I'm saying? What do you do? You think it's some type of peer pressure too, where like the boys are afraid to step out, you know, and and, and potentially do something where they might fail or, or even have the, the the possibility of of embarrassment or whatever, and they just don't want to put themselves out there. Like what what it's it's, it's heavy, man. Because I, I, I think is a lot of it has to do with added responsibilities because at the because really when it's all said and done, if you put the posters up. You go on because we're talking about it's 2020. So you can do an email blast. You can post it on Facebook because all these BSUs have their own Facebook. You can do the. You could be the one to do it on Facebook. You can do it on your mm-hmm. damn phone. You can mm-hmm. do, post it on Instagram, do all the social media part of it. Go out and do the outreach to other schools and let them know what you guys are doing. That's it. Mm-hmm. And what I told these young brothers, I said, look, man, I don't know if y'all know it or not, but this will attract more girls to you than the other shit you're doing. I said, when girls see you putting in work, they're going to want to be a part of what you're doing. Trust me. We didn't have BSU when I was in school. You know, nobody did that, you know? But I'm like, you guys have an opportunity because one of the problems when I got to that school, I said, do you guys have any uh, connections with the BSU presence at other other schools? They said, no. I said, why not? Yeah. I said, when you guys have issues with race going on at this school, how have you not tapped into your resource of talking into the other BSUs at other schools to support you? Uh And they really just was looking at me like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I said, look, that's what I want y'all to do. And I'm not a part of the BSU. I'm I'm the career counselor. You know what I'm saying? I help them get but jobs. You, you, you're kicking them but game, though. You see exactly. But I, I step in and game. give them game. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I got specific kids. And I told them, I said, man, this is like football. I said, the ones that's really, really talented, and you guys are the smartest ones, I'm going to get on y'all ass. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get on the one that's barely getting by. I'm not going to get on the one that's just learning. I'm going to get on y'all because y'all are the leaders. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You guys are the ones. I got a young man. I call him the president. His name is Robert Kennedy. He's a football player. I said, man, who are you working out with in the offseason? He's like, I'm over doing it at some gym. I said, no, 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 no. Why ain't you working out with your teammates? Uh, I said, y'all all y'all got next football season. Why are you working out with a bunch of people you ain't going to be playing with? Yeah. I said, you you, you got to be a leader on the field and off the field. Why are you not a part of the BSU? He gave me some old drag. I said, man, you're not tired. You're too young to be tired. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm 38. There you go. You know what I'm saying? You're too there young you to be go. tired. You're only 15, 16. So right. it's the added responsibility they feel like they don't have enough time in the day. Majority of them don't even have a job. 
So it's like, okay, well, what else would you be doing if you ain't doing this? And they really can't tell you. So I think for the young men, a lot of it is is the added responsibility because they have these dreams of how things are going to work when they get out of school. And I I told them, I said, don't you guys notice that all the girls in BSU are going to college next year on scholarship? They're going to be able to add all of this to their scholarship. You know what I'm saying? The volunteer work, the BSU group, that's all going on your resume for your scholarships. And here in, in, uh, in my city, you can't even graduate from high school without a certain amount of community service hours. Um, that's a require. That's a graduation requirement now in yeah. the Pasadena Unified School District. You got to have a certain amount of community service hours. Yeah. And it's interesting that you said that, man, because um, our first year when we implemented, uh, or was it, maybe it was the second year when we implemented the African American Student Student Council, um, we had to do this program. We did this pro. <laughs> We pulled all the black kids out of class, right? <laughs> we actually, look, this is how we had to pull this off, man. We had to go to the district superintendent. Damn. We had to talk to him. He was, We told him the situation. He was like, look, man, we want to talk to these black kids about, because this is when all the shooting started going on. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So we was like, man, we got to talk to our youth, man. You know, da, da, da. so when we talked to the superintendent, and this dude's a black Republican, Right. Oh, shit. Yeah. And he was with it, though. Oh, damn. He was with it. He said, OK, look, you can do it. You if you asked about it, say that we're doing it under this um, um, urban something initiative. Basically, it was like you can do targeted. They know. And this goes to show they know all kind of little secret things that you can oh, yeah, use yeah, to yeah. target black youth. But he said, basically, you can use this language here from this initiative to target black youth. He was like, okay, cool. He said, look, do me a favor. I want to come and speak at it. So when y'all have it, let me know the date and time and I will be there because I want to speak to the to them too. Nice. Cool. So we had to get him in it. We had to get the white principal involved in it. He was with it. So we went, we started pulling, <laughs> we started pulling all the black kids out of class, right? And so the teachers are like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, they, here? Noticed, like, they noticed immediately, didn't they? <laughs> right. They knew exactly what was going on. Yeah, they're like, what the hell's going on? You know, so we got all these kids in there and uh, we had some sponsors from uh Operation and hope mm-hmm. they came in and, and had a couple people speaking um and we had another teacher who was the only black male teacher in the entire school and he came and he spoke and we just gave him the real man like look you know we talked to them about their career options yeah the odds of making it to professional football league right. the odds yeah, of playing man. professional basketball the importance of having the fall black fallback plan getting involved in your community responsibility all of that, man. We just laid it out for them real raw, and yeah. and these little these dudes were listening, man. It, it was really amazing. Like when you talk to these kids and you give it to them in a real way, they're very attentive, right? You know, and they'll listen. So yeah, that was the um, one of the things that we did, man. We did reality one hundred and one, and then uh, from that point forward, man, um, we started implementing all kinds of stuff. We would have career and entrepreneurship day where we yeah. get different people. Come and speak to the kids, man. We had um, programs to teach the kids financial literacy, businesses, and all that stuff. We had a pitch competition for the person who came up with the best business mm-hmm. idea. You know, so we did some some stuff that, uh, you know, we did college tours, and you know, we talked to them about politics, economics, yeah. everything, man. And it, it was just, uh, well, anyway, like I'm glad that you up there doing that, man. That 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 gives me hope, man, because yeah. you know, it's not a lot of us left. 
you know, that's doing the, this kind of work. With, well, you know, the, the thing about kids. it is, man, um, when you're working in a school, man, because school, school is one of those places where it's a very peculiar place when, when it comes for kids, especially black kids. You know mm. what I'm saying? They're told the teacher knows everything. The teacher's always right. And I'm I'm the one that's letting them know, like, hey, yo, trust me, they don't know shit. You know what mm. I'm saying? I'm, I'm telling you the real. They don't know everything. They don't know anything. I went to college with these motherfuckers. They don't know shit. A lot of them work here just so they can pay off their student debt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What I need, and I tell them all the time, what I need you guys to do is pay attention to the 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 things that are around you and the opportunities that exist. College ain't for everybody. My whole thing is getting them involved in trades. You know what I'm saying? I said, yeah, man. the trades is gonna pay you. You ain't gotta mm-hmm. worry about that. And I can show you how to get in. You can always go to college later. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're yes. not an athlete. If you we got one kid who is a super athlete. He's going actually to a junior college because his grades was bad. And he's going to one of the junior colleges where he's probably going to end up at a big university in about two years. He's a big defensive tackle. He's like six four, three hundred and thirty pounds. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for him, I talked to him about what the experience is going to be like as an athlete because I, I I did it. You know what I'm saying? So for him, he's different. But the kids that you know, I got a couple of kids that are seniors that are going to play JC football at some rinky dink JC, and I'm talking. To, look, NFL ain't going to be in the plans for you. Trust me. Now maybe you will grow three inches and put on. 20 pounds. I don't know. But the way it's looking and you tell me they ain't even come to look at you, that you ain't got a, a letter or nothing. It ain't happening for you, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the best thing for you to do is have an alternative. You know what I'm saying? And and, yeah. and one of the things that they the problems that they have is and I don't you know, people might get offended when I say this. This is a school that's majority white. You know what I'm saying? There's only 24 black kids. There's this black, there's this white lady that works there and she's always walking around with these kids, treating them like babies. You know what I'm saying? And one of these young dudes is almost 19 years old. I'm like, look, dude, that woman ain't going to be there for you when you hit these streets. You got to figure out what you're going to do yeah. now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I told her, I said, man, you ain't got to hold their hands. They're going to be young, grown men here in the next two, three years. Don't hold their hands. You want you want to show them some how to be accountable. You know what I'm saying? And create opportunities for themselves so they don't have to end up in a situation where they don't know how to do nothing. You for know? sure. For sure. And that's the key, man. And, you know, we don't have all the answers, but, you know, shit, we're trying to do the best thing that we can, man. And uh, I think the trades is really one big thing. That's If I had any regrets for the time that I spent working with kids and stuff, I think that would be that's probably my biggest regret is that I did not push the trades enough. Yeah. Um, we did a lot of stuff about going to college and showing people how to get scholarships. Yeah. Like my wife yep. now, man, she, um, dude, she, she, she gets busy, man. You know, she mm-hmm. gives thousand dollar scholarships, right. you know what I'm saying? And, and, um, but that's one thing that I wish that I would have been able to push more. And it's a shame because I had, I, I made some business contacts with some guys in the electricians union and, mm-hmm. and, uh, in carpentry. And it was a brother too, man. And I, I was chopping it up with him, and he was like, "Yeah, he gave me the rundown on how to get guys in and give mm-hmm. them the kids for you know when they hit eighteen, you know, boom, send them over here, man. I got you, you know." Yeah. And uh, I was never able to put that together, like because I was I got caught up in the whole STEM shit. Yeah, yeah you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and um, that's the biggest mistake I think I made. If I could do it over again, if I could do one thing again, it would be definitely to push trades more. Um, than we did so yeah yeah i mean you know the thing about it is like when it comes to trades there's a specific way to navigate and what i tell these kids is that especially these young the young women and the the boys is that don't don't apply for the apprenticeship you want to apply for the pre-apprenticeship i say if you go into the apprenticeship and you don't know the difference between a half inch and or three fourths you're fucked Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because those those interviews are are graded you know what i'm saying so 
when you and this is the game that they don't give you. This is the game they don't give us. They tell you just apply for the apprenticeship. Well, and then when you don't get in, you be like, oh, that just didn't work. No, there's a pre-apprenticeship. And I know the IEBW down in California is no different than the one up here. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's a game because you remember back in the day, you know, in the 90s, you can just apply for the apprenticeship and they train you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, like that, that no more. Yeah, that was heavy in the 90s. Yeah. You can still find it. Um, you can still find it in certain. Um, yeah, it depends on where you at. But it depends on where you're at. But it's definitely not as widespread as it used to be. Like right now, hell, you could if you could get in, if you go down to uh, one of the local one of the local union stations, man, you can go in there and apply um see if you get into an apprenticeship program but it's it's a lot of times these people are getting their their family members and shit in there man yeah and that's another thing like a lot of young brothers are afraid to step out yeah yeah you know afraid to step out and go out there and and take what's theirs you know Mm -hmm. they don't want to fight for nothing they don't know how to go hunt yeah you you gotta you got man you gotta go hunt for it man because i'm gonna tell you right now them other people is i'm gonna say straight up for sure they uh matter of fact it's funny that you mentioned that because i sent my son um there was just a thing a couple weeks ago young black engineers Mm -hmm. and uh it was up at uh cal what is that uh, Irvine, you know, is it? It's oh, not UC Cal Irvine? State. UC Irvine. There you go. Yeah. At UC Irvine, and um, he said he went in there, and it was it was black people there, but he said it was some Asians in there too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, wait yeah. a minute, we got Asians at the yeah at the black uh, engineers. They trying to get that game. Yeah, they like, hey, we we taking advantage of everything. You, you, you can't kick me out just because I'm Asian. And there you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so hey, get in there and get yours. You, know you gotta give me the game too. Shit, you right. can't just kick me out because I'm Asian. Now you might there might be some way I get left out later. Yeah, you gonna give me the game while I'm here. So there you go. And that, so and I wonder, just, if, you know, I wonder if the opposite were true. Oh, if shit. the black youth would be down to go and do it, you know what I'm well, saying? Because they a lot wouldn't of times know about they just it. Won't do. Yeah, that's true. That's they true wouldn't too. know about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the yeah. thing is like, if it doesn't say Urban League or NAACP, ain't nobody black going to know nothing about it. Mm. You, like you said, they won't step out. You know, yeah. most of the trade, most of the most of the union, uh, the trade shops and stuff here in Oregon are not in Portland. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They're about 20, 30 minutes outside of Portland. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when you got to go to school, you got to go to Tualatin, you know what I'm saying? Which is 30 minutes outside of Portland or, you know, way deep in East County, something like that. You got to step out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's the only way you're going to get that bread. You know what I'm saying? You, ain't nobody going to put it this way. Ain't nobody going to give you shit. Even when it comes to degrees, ain't nobody going to give you shit. So if you think it's just going to be handed to you because you are who you think you are, look, everybody has that rude awakening. Even if you're an athlete, you know, when you get to the college level, everybody's all county, all city, all state, all everything. Now it's about how much heart do you have? How bad do you want it? And for a lot of times, our kids just don't want it because it's that fear. Well, what if I don't make it? Well, shit. What if you don't try? What you know what you don't, yeah, and that's the biggest thing. That's why. And what we're talking about is again self-efficacy. We're not talking about bootstraps. Yeah. We no, 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 no. Because I know a lot of people love to. They get all defensive. Oh, that sounds like y'all talking about boot. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, any opportunity that exists, go and seize that motherfucker. That's right. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. When the opportunity exists, go get it. Ain't no, look. That's not bootstrap. Bootstrap means basically don't make no complaints. 
and just take what you can get. No, nah, mm-hmm. that's not what we're saying. We're saying when those big time opportunities exist, Intel and they doing apprenticeships and shit, man, get your black ass in there and go get that. Go get that. You don't be saying? afraid to try to go get it, even yeah. if the answer is no. You you scared to even hear no, so you don't even try. Exactly. I told my daughter, I said, man, she um she she was taking a physics class. And I told her, I said, there's a lot of kids that go to physics class, they know when they're gonna fail, but they'll try it just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Man, this kid got straight A's. There you go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. said, okay, see? Yeah, All you gotta do, nothing beats a failure but a try. There you go. You know, so yeah. that's 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 the game that we're in right now. And then just to tie it all to the coronavirus, I mean, shit, man, just have some self-efficacy about yourself. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Go out there and and, and make sure that you're, you're safe. You're going to be all right. Help your fellow brother. Help your sister out. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, come on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be. And I don't want to be one of those people that, oh, we got, we got to stand together as Americans. And I ain't doing none of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where I live. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you ain't never going to see me waving the American yeah. flag, but you got to right. do what you got to do to till shit get better. We ain't like, I'm in a text message with this girl. She panicking and shit, talking about going buying a gun. And I said, man, go and get a gun to do what? I said, so when it's all said and done, you're going to take the gun back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the like, worst the thing you can do is panic. That's, yeah, that's don't sick. panic, dude. Right, because panic turns into fear, and fear yes. turns into desperation. You know, when you're desperate, man, you, man, you, you don't know what motherfuckers do when they're desperate. Right. Exactly. <laughs> For real, so you, you know, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and, and, and unless they say Winco ain't gonna be open, then you don't need to worry. Right. You'll be all right. Exactly. And they so, ain't, yeah. I ain't heard nobody say that yet. Mm-hmm. We're gonna close Winco. We're gonna close Costco. We, no, we ain't got to that point. Yeah, look. I said, now, you know, I work for the school district. So she's texting me to me. Well, they're talking about closing the school. I said, yeah, but spring break is in two weeks. That's a head start. That's all. That's it. That's, that's all. It that's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In Arizona, they on spring break right now. They cleaning the schools up. They shut a school down here for four days. They did a deep cleaning. You know what I'm saying? They Look, you, look, yep. you got to let people do their job, man. Let mm-hmm. people do their damn job. You know what I'm saying? Don't you, you ain't going to do it. Right. You can't do it. Right. So let these people do their job. And if that means your kids got to stay home for a few days and shit. Stay home for a few days. Like you said, early spring break. But yeah. control what you can control. Wash your goddamn hands. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put your fingers in your mouth. Right, man. We got to talk to everybody like they five years old, man. Don't, right, man. It reminds know. me of that. You seen that movie Black Mass? With Johnny Depp? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you sitting at the bar and the dude's fingering the, the peanuts at the yeah. bar. And he's like, man, you done licked your fingers and put your fingers in a fucking jar Nasty over and over again. He looked yeah. at him like he was a fucking animal. Yeah. You know? Nasty. So, I mean, I guess, you know, that's that's all I got. That's, that's it, man. Just the short and sweet today. You know, yeah, we're just man. chopping it up about a few topics uh, that was on the table today. Yeah, it's the first time we had breaking news in a while, man. I, don't, I, don't. I feel like we ain't had breaking news in a while, so... All right, man. It's been a long ass day, man. Let me get off here and go wash my hands. (laughs) (laughs) Let me go wash my hands for the tenth time. Right, right. Wash the goddamn skin off your hands. Yeah, exactly. Gonna be dry. I'm just they gonna crack and shit. I'm trying to make a fist. (laughs) Gonna get a big ass crack over. Then that's the worst. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Skin gonna feel like leather. Probably yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) All right, bro. All right, man. I'll holler, man. Y'all be good. Yep. All right, peace.